Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? You think that there's a good chance, I suspect, that Antonio Conte is the man. Tottenham finished second. Ooh. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Hello there, and you're very welcome back to another episode of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. Boys, you're very welcome back. How are you? Paddy, I know you're not the biggest fan of individual awards, but I think this can be seen as <laughs> a, never collective, a collective effort. Yes, yes, you, you were let down by the All-Stars selection Yo. panel a couple of times and that's reared its head on the show across the years. But uh, it was lovely this week to be nominated at the Irish Podcast Awards. We were nominated Ooh. for Best Sports Podcast. Yes. Great. James, how do you feel about the that? Prize? What's the prize? Uh, we got a team holiday. I, I'm not sure yet. I haven't looked into it. I'm just thinking like Cancun. It, it sort of I hope our podcast doesn't replicate James Donahue's football career you know well, days de- debut say. season gets an all-star <laughs> following year gets footballer of the year in an All-Ireland and what happens after that oh, oh, oh. oh, oh my god that is fucking <laughs> that's a bit harsh isn't it I thought we're all in this together lads Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah you know club final or county championship finalists the following year I was working on that one during the week, James. I mean, you, you don't need to justify yourself here. Come yeah. on. Reckless. I have your back. I have your back here. That was a low blow. Yeah. That was yeah. a low blow. Okay. Sorry. So and look at Paddy. You, you can count it as an all-star if you get it. Global podcasts of the year. I like that. Yeah, we're close. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're getting there. That's funny. It was well done. I'd like to commend you and to Andy Moore as well, who was involved in season one. It was, it was our first uh, 12 months, really, of the podcast up until April this year. So, Paddy, your Jim Gavin story didn't even make the cut. Of what, what, what? Sorry, what? It was only up to April of this year. So your Jim Gavin story is in next year's entry. Oh, so we're nailed on for next year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And back James, to back, baby. James has got his auction tank in. And if anyone knows Bernard Casey, the uh, comedian from Kerry, Bernard got in touch this week. Said, what a quality story. Been listening religiously since the start. <laughs> Excellent every week. I used to mark James in underage development squads. I got awful roastings and was moved to the forwards soon after. That Safe to happen. say... I never na- made minors, but tell him Mike Tim was the best forward about. <laughs> he was, he was. Bernard used to play wing back. He was actually very good. Okay. And then he fell into the comedy. That was the end of that then. Into the TikTok and the Instagram. So yeah, there he you go. Sullivan was a serious operator as well, yeah. Just man, oh, yeah. Like, some, of the, some of the young lads were so off the charts good. It just, you know, it's a bit of luck here and there. Like I know Mike Tim had health issues, I think, to stop them going on. He really? would have been nailed on probably. By far of that generation would have been the best by a good bit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Always like the way, it. isn't that? Yeah. Always the way. Cross the board, every county. You played three years of minor, Paddy, didn't you? Yeah. I did. I'm sorry for putting you on the spot here, but was there out of those three minor teams, was there a lot of players that made the cut for Dublin over the next 10, 15 years? Um not really from the first year at all, I don't think. Second year, Connolly, Philly McMahon. Rory. Did you win a minor? What? Did you win a minor? <laughs> we didn't even win a Leinster. We didn't even get to a Leinster final. Huh? <laughs> Leash used to hammer us all the time. I swear to God, every time we played Leash, we lose by about 10 points. Ross Munley in the ways. No, no, Ross. Ross is senior at that stage, about three years. <laughs> Who was the main man? Downey, uh, Downey, John O'Loughlin. John O'Loughlin was on the team. Downey, not Kingston, he was later. Uh, little guy, Downey Brennan. He, they won them, they won in all Ireland, that least team. Um Kieran Lillis. Don't think so. No. Okay. 
Dr. Cullen Park we used to play them in and the whole village would be out from Leash and we were absolutely chronic and we used to get hopped off every year. Wow. Now, I never even played in Crow Park as a minor. Well, See, I never got to play in Crow when I was younger. That's me. That's mad. Yeah. Just training. Just training, yeah. So we trained there. <laughs> Shooting practice. <laughs> no, have, I, you, have I, you got the, oh, a few have you got the 15s? Have what? you got the 15s into Croker yet, no? No, no. We're going to go in next week just for a walk around. Might have a night out there as well. <laughs> It's funny, uh, it was sent to me on, on a message over the weekend. Um, it's a completely random list, but the St. Charlotte's, St. Coleman's Hogan Cup final in 2011, it was Shane Walsh's year that he was he was in the Hogan right. Cup final. And they lost to the St. Coleman's team, like Caelan Mooney, down midfielder. I don't know if you saw yeah. him, lads, underage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my age, underage, and he was just absolutely ridiculous. This fella yeah. was outrageous. He won that for St. Coleman's that day. Shane Walsh actually was on the losing side for St. Charlotte's, Ian Burke, Adrian Verley. Um, there was there was four or five other quality footballers as well. Shane Walsh's point last week that we were talking about, do you know the one, the third one, Paddy, you you raised it under the Hogan where he pushes Great off late. Thomas Sullivan, yeah, opens yeah. his body. Magic. I'll send it to you later. He scored a carbon copy yeah. in that Hogan Cup final. You can tell, can't you? The young lads, you just, you know, like saying, Jimmy, your point, not if they always make it for some reason, just injuries or... The sherry gets them and, and, and they don't follow through. But Women. Yeah. yeah. They are awful women. Awful women. <laughs> but uh, but Hogan Cup, Hogan Cup. Lads, you can tell. You can an tell unbelievable competition. Yeah. yeah. We Jeez. never got it in Dublin. Like It was gas. Dublin were always brutal in the school side of things. They got very good. <laughs> After my age group, we all pissed off. We started winning underage, mine and under-21s. But schools, I don't think a Dublin school... Am I right in saying that Dublin School has never won the Hogan Cup? Definitely not in the last 30 years or so. Well, I can't confirm that, but I do know that the first Mead team to win one was under Colin O'Rourke and Pats in 2001. They won four and five as well. So, yeah, yeah it's funny yeah. where the... No, the, Sheridan and all, wasn't it? That was one of the years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam and Killarney have a great record. Unbelievable. Jarlitz have a great record. Is it the Tyrone, St. Pats and Tyrone beat us? They have a good record, I think. Mm. Coleman's oh, had a good record for a couple of years. Game. It's gas, like the, the traditional skills now. It's a bit different now, isn't it? Like Nace. Did Nace win it? This yeah, they beat, they beat the same in the final. And is that Nace is like a community school, community college, but it's just massive numbers. Like Nace has just exploded population-wise. Like. Um, so you're starting to get kind of nearly suburb schools, yeah. not the traditional, your Jarlets, your Pats, Nav, and all those big kind of traditional skills. There's new kids on the block, like. Yeah, it's dubs, I don't know. No, no Dublin school ever does it. Like. Well, just this is the role of honour, right? Jarlitz have won 12 from, from Toom. St. Coleman's and Uri have won eight. St. Pat's Mahara have won five, the last of 2013. St. Mel's College in Longford have won Mel's. four. Uh, Carmelite College in Moat have won three. Navin, uh, Pat's and Navin have won three. Kalosh de Cree three and Cork have won four, but the last was in 85. You mentioned the Sem James, 17, 16 and 92, as well as 1969, they've won four. Uh, public school Cork had given it that was for Smarter School wasn't it yeah he they, won won back four, back, they won 14 and 15 that was their first two uh, was that Tommy maybe Tommy Griffin the second year I'm yeah. not sure they okay. did a great setup though good players I'm just having a look here Tom Sullivan was on that team actually in 14 okay yeah a lot of them would have went on and won minor All-Irelands with Kerry as well Tom Sullivan I'd say Brian Begley were both on those teams All-Ireland minors and Hogan Cups and now one year it's a nice double that. Just looking at the Dublin schools here, St. Joseph's in Fairview back in 1959 and oh. Art School Reach in Dublin in 1979. 
as Who far as I can see, I'm sure I'll be corrected. And you're right, Nate CBS me. won it last year. So Who? Nice. Yeah. CBS. Oh, it's yeah. a CBS school, is it? Okay. Yeah. It's gas. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And then, you yeah. need to said, put money into Dublin schools. <laughs> the Dubs only get good when they have millions pumped in when they're about 20. <laughs> We're all useless. We're all shams before that. <laughs> we just start getting the cash then. You are listening to episode 31 of the Football Pod with Paddy Anders and James O'Donoghue. Last week, we broke down the All-Ireland Finals, the champions, Kerry. We spoke about Galway and the year that they had. And we spoke about the winters and how you can turn a winter of either discontent into something more successful the following year or follow up on an All-Ireland winning campaign and, and try and put it back to back together. This week on the Football Pod, it's our award show, the second ever Football Pod stars. So we'll be picking our Talchin Cup team, lads, very short, shortly. So we put a lot of work into that. And we've also got a selection, the best 15 of the All-Ireland Football Championship Series, essentially our All-Stars for both competitions. We'll also be going through a moment of the year, point of the year, a goal of the year, a player of the year. We'll try and find a young footballer of the year, but there may be a bit of jiggery-pokery going on with the age bracket this year and uh, a few other bits and pieces as well. I think Has anyone come out on that, Tommy? Have the GA said that young player of the year? Am I, I'm right. 23. Saying, oh, 23. Is it? Are you making I think it's, up? no, it's either 22 or 23. It's not under 21 anyway. Because Shawnee actually... Shea won it when he was over, well past 21. No, Shawnee Shea was going on 22, I think, when he won it. Not so I think James is right. I think it is under 23, but I actually think in the Hurlands are talking about it. The old rule was again. that though, wasn't it? You had to be an under 21 player to win it. Am I right in saying that? I don't think, I think it was always a year ahead of that. I'd be bluffing if I told you that was the case. I'm not sure. Killian O'Connor won it. He was about 28. He was nominated this year. He's about four of them. Like. <laughs> he was playing for Mayo when he was 12, though. So, Killian and Jeremy both have two piece. Yeah. Mike Frank Russell won the first what? one back in 97. Yeah. <laughs> Killian Durham both won it twice. That's it. Did Randy Moran won it as well. Like. <laughs> well, look at. That's that's just sometimes how the cookie crumbles. There was a quote that I wanted to bring up earlier in the week. I spotted it. Um, Sean O'Shea talking afterwards, James. When you're a young fella, you're at home pretending you're in Crow Park. And then when you're inside in Crow Park, you're pretending that you're back in Kenmare, kicking those frees with nobody watching. It's a bit of a role reversal. It's great and it struck me when I read those words. You've got to be very, very good at playing pretend when you're a free taker. Yeah. Hold on a sec. He did not come up with that quote himself. He did on the night of the All Ireland at the function. Off the cuff. Yeah. It's like Roger Kipling or something like that. No, <laughs> and he probably had about six points in him as well. Like. <laughs> My God. He was on his first Jaeger bump. So he oh. definitely six points in. Brandon B in there. Yeah. I thought it was a great quote, actually. But Jeez. like he did some serious work on his kicking. And you can tell, like, some fellas, when they're kicking Crow Park, it does seem like they take it all in or whatever. But Sean is just so clued into the, to the moment whatever mental preparation he does it was like he was at home kicking and it, and how comfortable would he be because he's probably had 10,000 kicks at home it's just it was a great quote it'll be written in every dressing room probably with young fellas yeah rightly so Mick Foley wrote a great piece about Sean O'Shea a couple of weeks ago in the Sunday Times um, and just the, what he went through he wrote about taking the year out well not taking the year out but he did take a year out but it was in transition year where he really kicked into practicing his freeze and get clocking up those hours and those minutes Morris Fitz we mentioned him last week was also credited with having a kind of a calming influence I suppose over the free takers there I think it was before it was definitely before Morris Fitz hit the setup that Shawnee was that there was a rumour going around town that he had literally sacrificed everything to get his kick in on point wow and then when he where, came where, where, where did he go to school Jimmy? 
Was he in the same or was he? No, he wouldn't have been. Ken Mayer be half an hour from Clarny, so I'd say he was he was out there. Right. So he would have put some serious time in. Lovely town, Ken Mayer, isn't it? It is mm. nice though. Nice, nice town for town, food yeah. and grub. Yeah. Sam McGuire yeah. was out there on Wednesday night. Yeah, so what was the crack this week? It was the tradition is homecoming on the Monday in Killarney and Tralee. Captain's night, the second night, so the Tuesday. So it was stacks this year with Joe O'Connor. And then on the Wednesday, they went to Khmer because Shawnee was captain as well. And then Thursday, they went back to Dingu. And I don't know what the plan is from now. I know a few of them went on holidays and things like that, but yeah. I suppose they're the main ones. It's a good week, isn't that you mean? Like, to be fair. Yeah, like. good week. I was shocked when I heard fellas were gone on holidays. It's like, mental, isn't it? The young lads are insane. Like, go on two weeks. This is, like, yeah, a week, uh, the best week. Give it the big one for the week. Like, yeah. But they've got club championship coming up, don't they? Now, mind that, Tommy. That's irrelevant. They do. Well, a lot of them don't have club championship this week. Just some clubs do. Yeah. When you've won out in 14, Jimmy, how long does you keep it on the road for? Four years. That's impressive. We went well in the county championship that year with Legion. So we, we parked it up, I'd say, after two you get weeks. You a week out of it? I'd say, no, we got two weeks out of it. I, 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 I used to make it to the following Saturday and then the following Sunday was... That was it. Straight, was like, yeah, no, we definitely had... No, we had a good few nights off in between, but... Yeah. magic you have to get the you have to get two weeks out of it early yeah yeah but you're yeah. sick of it then at that stage you're sick of talking <laughs> about it wishing you never won the thing like yeah, like, yeah oh, you lost that fucking thing go <laughs> <laughs> oh, cracked out magic I've seen some photos to, this week how um, did you get the cup did you get the cup to bring around like we used to have to book it yeah like to be brutally honest the week of it you didn't really want the cup it was more hassle than it's worth we yeah. used to just try and do our own thing but uh, yeah, after that, we used to do a thing in Dublin. It was very good. Um, the big thing, every school and every club was to get the cup over the, over the course of the two months after the Sam Maguire. So whatever your local school or local clubs were, it was up to you to bring it around. And then obviously like pubs and nightclubs had wanted in for... Now this was kind of the first couple we won. Like, honestly, by the last couple, no one was interested in it. <laughs> they kind of, they'd done the gig, but... Uh, but for, like, for those Kerry lads, it's the first one in a while. You could see the... The photos on Monday at Tralee and Clarny look class. Jeez, mm. savage. Tralee was unreal. They had 25,000 out in Tralee. Yeah. That was only, that was same as what Westmead had in town for the Talton Cup. They had a serious crowd as well. They did, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's good crack now, I have to say. We took it to, a few of us took it to Chicago, Boston and New York. Did you lose it? No. <laughs> we got it back. We got it back quickly enough. You did. I We're just Snapchat. letting it off on tour around Times Square. Like. Snapchat or Instagram was a bit of a help that time. Yeah, the, the US trips are a handful. Like, be fair enough. Snapchat is, is the worst thing that could ever happen out to an all Ireland winning team. I'm oh, beginning to see that, all right, yeah. Yeah, like, because no matter what it is, taking out of context, fellas are getting in trouble. It's brutal, isn't it? Put away the phone. Don't be doing anything that's going to be sent around and fellas can twist. Because, like, when you're after winning, fellas want to kind of make up a story about you or... Take you down a peg like it's just a bad thing about yeah, really. about that, isn't it? You know, like it's grand normally, but like say if lads are out and they've been out for four or five days, you don't need you don't need lads coming in taking photos of you. And remember we've even seen it, the Peter O'Mahony thing in New Zealand. The, the night they won, and then there was yes. some and, and kind of like people saying, Oh, it's funny to see like 
I just lads are out celebrating after winning. Just fucking leave them off. Like, yeah. Get a photo, lovely. I'm sure they'll do that, but uh, leave them off after that. Like, I said, I've seen videos going around, so it's like, I don't need that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bundy Yaki did well that time to pickpocket the chicken, but like, yeah, that's, need, the, that's the height. Have, of it. You need to have a few lads looking out. A few yeah. mature fellas. I was yeah. always the mature fellas now looking out for this. Well, I'm sure the celebrations are rolling on. Club championships are picking up around the country. The managerial appointments are heating up left, right and centre. We are going to be talking about that and much more on the football pod over the next couple of weeks. But at the moment, we're going to get stuck into our awards for the right, season that's just gone. It's been a quality season. Stick with us. We're going to be back on the football pod right after this. All right, you're very welcome back to episode 31 of the Football Pod here with Paddy Andrews, Tommy Rooney and James O'Donoghue. We are getting stuck straight into our Talchin Cup awards for the first ever Talchin Cup. Westmead were champions, 17 teams took part. We had Down for Mana, London, Carlo, Offaly, Leash, Antrim, Wicklow, Longford, Wexford, Waterford, Sligo, Leitrim, Cavan, Westmead, Tipperary and New York in the mix. In the preliminary round, Wexford were beaten by Offaly by a point and Wicklow hammered Waterford 316 to 110. In the first round then, we saw Offaly beat Wicklow. Carlo pulled off a big shock, beating Tipperary. Leash were beaten by a goal by Westmead. Longford were downed by Fermanagh by a goal. Leitrim had a big win against Antrim, 214 to 112. Sligo got by London after extra time, 315 to 216. And Cavan bet down and ended a, a miserable year in the county, 24 points to, to 112 at inter-county level. In the quarterfinals then, New York entered the competition for the first time. They were heavily beaten by Offaly, 317 to 11 points. Westmead got by the challenge of Carlo, 121 to 213. Cavan swatted aside for Mana by 216 to 13 points. And in one of the games of the year, Sligo bet Leitrim on penalties, 4-3. It was 119 to 216 after extra time. That game ebbed and flowed. It was live on Diego. It ebbed and flowed throughout. Um... Leitrim pulled off sensational comeback in normal time. Sligo pulled it out of the bag then in extra time and then penalties. In the semi-finals then, double header in Crow Park, we saw Westmead. They were just too strong for Offaly on the day, 322 to 216, a very impressive Westmead side. And Cavan just about held off Sligo, winning by 20 points to 114. Niall Murphy, who was injured for much of the year for Sligo, much of the Talton Cup campaign, nearly sparked a comeback in the second half that day. And then in the final on July the 9th, Cavan were beaten by Westmead, 113 to 214. In the 58th minute that day, Thomas Galligan was sent off. And a couple of minutes later, Kieran Martin ploughed his way through and buried a goal. Westmead outscored Cavan by 1-4 to no score in the last 10 minutes. And that secured the first ever Talchin Cup. The scenes afterwards, lads, were sensational. The celebrations bumped into John Heston in Crow Park around Ireland final day. And he just mentioned that they hadn't expected it at all. And they really celebrated it. It was class. Yeah. Finally winning, you know, a bit of silverware. Um, they've won a couple of league campaigns as well. But just for that group, it was huge to win it. And I think that was probably one of the biggest things from the Talchin Cup campaign we saw this year. Teams took it seriously. Players took it seriously. Management took it seriously. The media took it seriously, you could say. And fans bought into it too. So it was a good start. Do you know what? I can't actually believe that Leash had, you know, a very up and down year. They only lost to Westmead by three points. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have turned around their year there with a bit of luck. Yeah, so um, some of those games are very tight. Like, but it brings you on leaps and bounds if you're playing teams your own level. There is no point in some of those teams going out and getting beaten by a Dublin or a Galway heavily, and then the year is over. You have to be able to turn it around and have a chance to actually build something. And now Westmead and Kevin, if there's both teams, I think are going to kick on for next year and have a good 
good um, good league off the back of it. Definitely. Are they making changes to it next year as well? Is it a yes. round robin that's coming in? Even yes. better. Both like the North sandwich. South thing, there was, there was question marks over it. People were getting annoyed that it was brought in in the first place and was like, great, it's going to get coverage, it's going to be promoted and all that stuff. And then the North and South thing came in and everyone was like, at the last minute, like, what the hell is this? But to be fair, credit to credit to the teams, really. Because the, t- the managers and players could turn around and just say, do you know what? We're being fecked around here. We're not arsed with this. But all the teams put their shoulder to the wheel. They got the benefit of it. some brilliant games. And, and without a doubt, for as a first go at this, we said this after the final, a brilliant final between Cavan and Westmead. It, it's been a massive success. And it's only going to get better from now on. And I think other teams, you might look and say, like, like we thought Tipperary might get a run and, and they were kind of upset and you're thinking, geez, how serious did they take it? And we don't know, but your teams will look at what Cavan and Westmead got out of this, even though Cavan are frustrated, I'm sure, to, lo- to lose the final. Um, and you could see that in the reactions of them on the pitch and their supporters after the game. But I think teams will be looking enviously at Westmead and the celebrations in particular going, this is a class competition and teams are going to be gunning for it next year. So I think it's a brilliant addition to the summer. It's been a success and it's only going to get better. So looking yes. forward to it for 2023 as well. Paddy, just as you mentioned there, next year, um, I think James mentioned it last week as well. So we're going to have a round robin in. So the qualifiers are gone next year. We're going mm-hmm. to have four uh, groups of four in the All-Ireland series and groups of four in the Talchon Cup. So the four Talchon Cup groups of four will be decided completely on league finishes in Division 3 and 4. They'll go into a preliminary quarterfinal um, and then you're going to have, you know, quarterfinal, semifinals. And in the All-Ireland series, each of the four Sam Maguire Cup groups of four will feature a provincial winner who will have a home game first. They will be joined by the runners-up from another province and then two further teams based on league standings in Division 1 and Division 2. So, Can I just ask on that for the Talton Cup next year then? Do the two win- two promoted teams from Division 3 replace the two relegated Division 2 teams in the Sam Maguire? Yes. Well, it depends on how the it depends on how the league positions are only second to the provincial finalists. Oh, so so the 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 Sam Maguire groups are picked off. Your first eight teams are the eight provincial finalists, and then it goes to the national ah, league. Okay, so okay. you so someone division gets a run through. You could be division four and in the provincial final. Yeah, unlikely, but okay, okay, yeah. yeah so, but Antrim okay. could get to the Ulster final and. You know, they'll learn their way. The Sam Sam okay, yeah. yeah. And it'll be figured out. So a couple of quirks, but that's essentially how it's going to fall. So that's okay. it for next year's Talchon Cup. The the team who've won it, they've won the trophy. They've had the celebrations. They're going to have a team holiday this year. Ooh. And there's talk there's going to be a Talchon Cup All-Stars team. So we decided to put our heads together, pick a couple of teams and uh, come up with our own Talchon Cup team here on the football pod. So lads, there's a couple of areas what, of contention. What way are we going to do this, T? Are, are, are we going to give... We've all sent our teams in separately. Yes. Are we going through them here or are we communal? We're going to... What way are we doing this? So We'll go for who we all selected first so, so we don't go through. We I, I have the three teams here in front of me. So Paddy sent his team in. I have my team selected. James then sent his team in last because he was very busy in work all week. So James has his three teams in. So what, what I think we'll do is... We have uh, agreement on seven positions on our Talchon Cup team. Seven only? Okay. Yes. So there's a bit of wriggle room. So anywhere where we selected the same player three times, we're giving that player an all-star in our Talchon Cup team. Love it. And then we've got a bit of wriggle room, a bit of negotiating, a bit of debating to do for the rest of the positions. So 
Actually, there's only six places. So are we doing just a, go are we, through. Are we doing a player of the year for the Salton Cup? We I are. Okay. Yeah, we are. We're doing a player of the year for the Salton Cup. So I'm just going to say, read out the contenders we have for each position. Okay. So in the goalkeeper position, Raymond Galligan got two nominations. Aidan Devaney from Sligo got one. So we'll come back to that. We've got to figure out and debate where we're going to go with the goalkeeper. In the first cornerback position, Jason McLaughlin got two nominations. Okay. Now, this is where it gets a bit complicated. If we go to fullback, Kevin Maguire got two nominations. Porrick Faulkner got one at fullback and one at cornerback. So somebody tried to shoehorn Porrick Faulkner into their team, Paddy Andrews. <laughs> and then, thankfully, on the other cornerback position, we've all settled on Jack Smith. Jack Smith, a Dublin born footballer. Grew up in Dublin, played in DCU, played Sigerson football there. Yeah, very yeah, good become an integral part of Jack Cooney's team, both defensively and offensively coming forward. So Jack Smith, congratulations. You've secured the number four spot on our Talchin Cup team of the year. Now, number six, it's centre-back. We also have a unanimous decision. Yeah. And that's the heartbeat of that Westmead team, Ronan Wallace, who come up with a number of goals this year. Um, stands out in every game. Give serious energy going forward. Wallace has got a nomination for myself, Paddy, and James. So he's number six. And the other two wing-back positions, I'm just going to give you the, the shouts here. Oshin Kiernan has got two. Now, Kiernan operated in between half-forward and, and wing-back, but he played a lot of his football around wing-back. Luke Towie from Sligo. Kiernan's a, a mead man, actually, playing with Calvin uh, from the St. Bridges Club, and he transferred over to Calvin in the last couple of years. And Luke Towie from Sligo, who had played a bit of AFL, He's been nominated too in that first wing back position. And on the other side, Killian Clark's been nominated from Cavan and Johnny Maloney from Offaly, who was very, very important to Offaly, who fell short at the semi final stage. So Maloney's got a nomination as well. Now, midfield, there'll be a bit of debate about this. There's no settled player here. Sean Carabine has got two nominations from Sligo. Yeah, yeah. Carabine's been very important to Sligo all year. Paddy, you have Pat's plan in your midfield. Yeah. I thought he was brilliant in the semi-final. He's also playing in club football up in Jude's. That is a tight one. Like between Carabine was very, very good for Sligo. Um you used to went with Carabine, did you? Yeah. Probably I don't it's Spillane. You see, I would have gone for Spillane only. He wasn't starting in every game. When no, he did he, start, he was outstanding. Started some he of the came big on games. and had a couple of big influences, I know that. But he didn't start every game. Yeah. All right. I, we'll come back to it now in a, in a minute. Uh, and then the other midfield spot, we have a shout for Gerald McKiernan, who also, also was a nominated nation in the half-forward line. We have a shout for Ray Canellan, who was very important to Westmead all year, a quality footballer, and a shout for Thomas Galligan from James. You love Thomas Galligan, James. So He is very the, good, but the final. Do yeah, but, count for right, there, was, there, was, there was 10 minutes to go. He's played every minute, bar the last 10 minutes. And, and they, yes. they were leading. He did have a quite oh, final. Okay. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Kiernan's definitely in, lads, whether he's in midfield or half forward. He's, he's yeah. See, he played 11 a lot. Forward. He played a lot of 11. Half forward. Come on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, our other positions now that are absolutely secure. Congratulations to Sam McCartan. Yeah. Who is number 10. Now, one of the standout footballers in the Talchin Cup. McCartan was kicking points right and left. He had three points from play in the final, three points from play in the semi final, and three points from play in the quarterfinal. Nailed on. He got an outrageous score to level it up in the final as well. After he's very good against on the, yes. in the Leicester Championship as well. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Centre forward, Ronan O'Toole. Yeah, nailed on. The star oh, man. Open ran goal. the show in the Tachinko final. Yeah. yeah. 
And when he got that whack off Galligan, which uh, in real time looked like he could have been killed, he just got <laughs> he got straight up. He, you know, he wasn't rolling under the floor trying to get him sent off. Or he took the belt, got up, got treated, and, and moved on. Do you know, you can just tell he's solid, solid character. It's a yeah. Yeah, he was a playmaker quality um, operator throughout the year for Westmead. Very important to how that attack functioned. Number 12, we have a bit of debate here. I'm going to argue till the end of the game that Anton Sullivan deserves an all-star for his, how he played for Offaly this year. Watched a couple of Offaly games for for a few different reasons. Thought he was very, very impressive and quite a young team. And then, Paddy, you also give McKiernan. McKiernan's nailed on. Yeah, so McKiernan's either midfielder or half forward, so we'll come back to that. 13, we've all given it to Paddy Lynch. Yeah. Paddy Lynch was one of the top scorers in the Talchin Cup this year. Um, well, actually, he wasn't one of the top scorers in the Talchin Cup, but he was one of Calvin's main forwards across the board. Um, he had a quiet semi against Sligo, which was surprising. He got a beautiful point, but he, I think Calvin kind of, maybe a bit of complacency there, that they, they nearly threatened to blow Sligo out of the water, but they they stalled after that, and he was quiet, but he was back on top form in the Talda Cup point. He got three for play yeah. in the final. Very good against Donegal too. You get bonus points. He was brilliant. The Ulster Championship, he was brilliant. Yeah. But we're going solely off Talda Cup, but still have him in. I think he's he's a brilliant player. We're going mainly off Talda Cup. Nobody, but, you know. nobody go James Lynch. James Smith. James, James Smith. Smith. James Smith from Cabin. Yeah. You clearly didn't if you don't know his name. Like. <laughs> Smith. I got Smith. Kept, is it? No, because he is Paddy, good, but... I think he about Paddy Lynch's point in the, in the final, but James okay. Smith had a great year as well. Yeah, he was kept quiet in the final though. And I think Gallagher was kept quiet too. And I think if those two boys had performed... But they were they were two points up before the right card. Like. You're big on Gallagher, aren't you? Like? You're, I don't I have... Know, the, the three of those, Gallagher, Smith, Lynch, quality. Oh no, I agree with you. But, but Jimmy, I, I hear you. But I'm going off Talton Cup form. Rootless, this business. <laughs> this, is, this is rootless stuff. It is. It's hard, so hard to pick because you can make an argument for everyone. Yeah. Subjectively. Yeah, everyone. It is, yeah. We're presuming all forward is the same, obviously. Not. We've all gone for the talisman, John Heston. Always does the business. Has done so for a long time. 125 he scored across the Talchin Cup campaign. A lot more across the entire year. Now, in the corner, lads, we have a bit of a battle on our hands. Go on, yeah. I've gone for Leitrim to keep burn. I've seen Keeper in action a couple of times this year. I'm not sure if you saw him live, lads, but he was exceptional in a couple of games. Um, kicked 114 across the Talchin Cup. Unbelievable in the league. Um, was missing in, in one or two games, but very important footballer and, and one of the shining lights for Leitrim. Paddy's gone for Niall McNamee. This will be hard to argue against. McNamee had big impacts in the games. I don't think he started well, every game, but he had big He's 47 years of age and he's still doing it. <laughs> he's magic. And he's unreal. And he's mentality alone. And he was kicking big time spinners in the Talton Cup. And awfully, okay, they're, they're probably outplayed in the semi-final against Westmead, but that guy and that team and that dressing room for all those young players and what he was doing on the pitch. Not a sentimental thing, a little bit sentimental, but McNamee's in there. Nailed on. Class act for 20 odd years. Like. He's but nailed on the player of the year. What? He's, he's, up, player <laughs> he's up against Killing O'Connor for young player of the year. <laughs> Killian's going for the hat trick. He's favourite, yeah. I think, of the bookies. <laughs> <laughs> James, you're uh, James. I actually got one of your uh, selections wrong earlier on. You actually went for Evan Lyons from Sligo for one of your cornerback positions. So apologies about that. The flame-haired Sligo cornerback fullback was uh, tasked with a couple of big marking jobs across the year. So he's in the corner too for your shout. Your final selection, James, in your mm-hmm. Talchin Cup team of the year. You've gone for Luke Lachlan from Westmead. Yes. 
I think he was outstanding. Every game I saw, he was either setting up scores, kicking scores, showing hard. I thought he was excellent all year. Um, he made the first goal in the final. He kind of gave a debatable hand pass. Do you remember when he was after hitting the deck, just got yes. it off? I think it was O'Toole. Fin- oh, no, it was... It wasn't. It was a left-legged finish by the other corner forward to put in the, in the corner of the net. But he, I just think he, everything he did was just on point. And then he came out and he said how much of a tough time he's had over the last 10 years with yeah. addiction. And I just thought it was, it was just class the way he was able to, to let, that, let that go and have such a great year of football. I think he deserves an award for that. And he was standout in every game. Yeah. yeah. Well put. Okay, let's now make our way through the teams. And we will decide on what we have. So, <clears throat> James, do you want to make the case for Aiden Devaney? Sligo goalkeeper. There's a couple of goalkeepers up for, for shouts this time around. Um, yeah, it's a no-brainer with Devaney, really, for me. <laughs> what? A no-brainer? In fairness, Galligan, no. all day. Galligan was excellent and he was kicking freeze, which is a one-up. Bonus but, points. Right? Yeah. What's your first job as a goalie? Saving shots. Freeze. It's not kickouts. <laughs> Saving shots has to be your bread and butter. And he saved two penalties against Leitrim, including one from Evelyn Mulligan, which w- wasn't easy. Touched it against the post. The soccer back got, them through, got them through a round on his own. And in the final of the... Now, I do not want to criticise anyone, obviously. And Kevin had a great year. But there was two or three kickouts in the second half of the Talton Cup final that went astray at important times for Galligan. So I am going with Devaney. I thought Gallagher had an issue in the Ulster semi-final against Donegal for the goal coming out. I think he makes a bit of a hames out of that. But over the course of the Talton Cup, which is what I'm going off, I'd have him in. Big leader for Cavan. Kick and freeze, kick outs. I hear he you, some worldly freeze. He did. Yeah. Got- but if you're talking about big moments, and we're going to talk about penalties probably later, saving two penalties put your team through mm. is fairly heroic. To be fair. He- did you both go for Galligan? Both went for Galligan. I hemmed and hawed between Devaney and Galligan, to be honest, because they both conceded four goals across the Talton Cup campaign. I leant towards Galligan because of uh, how well Cavan did in Division 4 and how important he was to that. Like, he was very, very important to them coming through that campaign, squeaky clean and getting out. Um, the only thing about, about a goalie kicking freezes, if there's an outfielder just as good at kicking freeze, you just leave the outfielder to do it. So it's a job that can be done by someone else, but saving shots is your gig and your gig alone. <laughs> so like I, Shane we, Ryan could be a great free taker, but Shawnee Shea is going to do it instead. Will we give James this one, Paddy, and you can save one for later on? Yeah, I'll save my mulligan for uh, for the Sam McGuire team. So. All right, well, maybe a little later in the company. Aidan Devaney, congratulations. You have been selected as our Tatchin Cup All-Star in golds. We have... One cornerback position nailed down. That's Jack Smith. Jason McLaughlin has one nomination. Eva Lyons has one nomination. Kevin Maguire is two, and Park Faulkner has two. Are there we putting go. one of Maguire? Are we putting Maguire and Faulkner both in our full back line? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's the game. Faulkner got up, got up for a goal in the final from fullback. Fortuitous goal, but hundred percent those two lads are in. Nailed yeah. on. Kevin okay. Maguire is the captain of Westmead. Massive leader for them. Faulkner the same full back line. I get it. Who's they're both technically fullbacks. All stars have been doing this for 50 years, lads. Those two boys are in. Nailed okay. it. Okay. Well, Michael Meehan and Tommy Rooney wanted to put um Sean Kelly wing back in the All Ireland final. Like. 
That's lads. You got to be flexible. <laughs> Numbers on the backs mean nothing. It's six defenders and six backs. Uh, no, I wasn't six sure. Backs, I, I just thought what Meehan was telling me. Like, can he play a lot of games though? As well. Okay, anyways, let's not get into that now. <laughs> we'll be here for about four hours the way we're doing this. Video. All right. Six nailed on with Ronan Wallace. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Maloney has two nominations. Oshin Kiernan has two nominations. Are we, are we, anyone want to argue for Luke Howey or Killian Clark? Paddy, you selected both of them. I was Killian Clark in. Now, again, he's probably not a wing back. Thought Luke Howey was very good. Obviously, the AFL background flying up for Sligo. I'm trying to find a bit of balance. I don't want to just have it all Cavan and Westmead now, but uh, I think Killian Clark should probably be in. But like Ronan Wallace is nailed on centre back. One yeah. of the outstanding players in it, so I'm happy to give up. Trademark haircut as well. The what? Trademark haircut. Mm-hmm. What's the haircut? It's not a mullet, is it? It's kind of like just a, a floppy flow. red hair. It's oh yeah. no, red, yeah, but it's kind of all over the place, really. Yeah. He's only interested in driving up the pitch and he doesn't care about the fancy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, so, I think we're giving one here to Oshin Kiernan. All right. You'll have to make the final call on some of these. Okay, Oshin Kiernan, right wing back. Left wing back. Let's leave the left wing back and come back to it because we'll just see what our balance is then a little later. Killian Clare could slip in left half back. Left could leg. slip in there. Yeah, I just think Johnny Maloney, I know we played six most of the year, but I think Maloney was very important to Offaly. But they get, then again, they only got to the semi-final. Sean Carabine's getting one of the midfield spots. I'm happy to give to him over Spillane then. Okay, right. we've won that argument. Then there's Thomas Galligan, Ray Canellan, Grove McKiernan. Canellan nailed on. And McKiernan in the half forward line. McKiernan is played in the half forward line. He's one of the top scorers in the competition. It's you're overcomplicating this, lads. Okay. Canellan has to be in. Okay. So we're going for Ray Canellan and we're going with Sean Carabine in midfield. Our third half forward, then it's between Anton Sullivan from Offaly or Garold McKiernan from Cavan. <laughs> McKiernan has to be in. Okay. I do agree McKernan has to be in McKernan I tried to make is case like for fighting it out for a player at the Talton Cup yeah 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 he's massive for Calvin huge like Anton I did my best kinder, bar maybe one corner forward spot I think five of the six forwards picked themselves yeah I think they were outstanding for their teams okay okay that's fair Um, but if we lose Anton Sullivan there I'm giving Johnny Maloney that wing back spot so hopefully have representation on that this all-stars team and then the final corner forward position. Tokenism. Ah, no, I think Maloney. No, that's what the All-Stars is, Jimmy. Final corner forward if position. Anton deserves it, though. He should get one. Well, we could put McKiernan in the full forward <laughs> line and we could put Anton. We could well, put I Anton like there. McNamee, but Jimmy's after pulling at the heartstrings there. <laughs> McNamee was player selector. <laughs> okay. Paddy, I'll give you, you can make the call on the final three. Keep Byrne, Niall McNamee or Luke Lockton. I'll put McNamee in. Okay, I, 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 I'm, I think that McNamee does, is a legend and can go in there. Yes. There we go. Type it up, Tommy. Give me the final selection. Okay. So that means our final selection is Aidan Devaney from Sligo, Hawk Faulkner, Kevin Maguire, Jack Smith. Happy out, yeah. Oshin Kiernan, Ronan Wallace, Johnny Maloney. Yeah. Sean Carabine, Ray Canellan, Sam McCartan, Ronan O'Toole, Garob McKiernan, Paddy Lynch, John Heslin. No, Mac- you want to go, you want to go for Mac to me? Yeah. 
I want to put in. Car. I want Keith Byrne in there. I think Keith Byrne was on the stars of the year. From Leitrim. Leitrim were yeah. beaten in the quarterfinals, Tommy. I'm sorry. I hear you. On penalties. Outstanding. We're talking about, and you'll see in the same record, semi-finals and finals are big time. I, I'm not giving it to someone in the course. I'm sorry. Okay, well, this is a precedent set for the All-Stars team. Yeah, and it is. And you'll see in our All-Star selections as well. Okay. We're going for Niall McNamee then in the corner. So there you have it. That is the Football Pod Talchon Cup All-Stars for 2022. Congrats to all the winners. Um, I can't believe you rolled over on Gallagher so easy in goals. I'd be, if I was saving, I'm saving because I have a few that you're not going to like in the All Star team. There's only two Kerry lads in the All Star team. Eight, <laughs> six dubs, two Kerry lads. Um, question on that, right? That's that's not a bad team there. Like, how far is that team going in the All Ireland series? If hypothetically, who's over him? Um, Colin O'Rourke. <laughs> no, no, no. Managers are relevant here. Those 15 players, the best of the best in the Talton Cup, Division 3 and 4, how far are they going in the All Ireland? All Ireland quarters, would they get to a semi? Oh, I think to get to an All Ireland quarter final, it probably it's important what's coming off the bench as well, you know. Would they win a provincial championship? Uh, they might win Connacht. Connacht. Nah, you've to you've to be together for. That's a fair point. There's some it's high quality. quality. Like, look at the score and power in that team. The legs in it. I like the defense. They're probably a bit open defensively, are they? That's what happens <laughs> with these teams. You just pick lads that are savage going forward. Like, no, no, the there's, a, there's a solid, there's a solid defensive structure there. Good midfield. You know, McNamee. I don't know whether he has 60, 70 minutes in him. He might only have forty, but we have him. Couple of good shots off the bench. Subs, we said, yeah, Clark exactly. is hard done by as well. I think that's a good thing. Like, hard done by. Okay. All right. It's time to move on to the 2022 football pod stars from the All Ireland series. The way we're going to do this time, Paddy Andrews, keep it a bit cleaner. You're going to name your 15. James is going to name his 15. I'll name mine 15. Actually, I'll go in the middle, James. You can go last. And then we'll debate it out. Okay. Paddy, you Just go so first. There's, there's no ambiguity at all. Who's picked who? Like? Yes. Paddy, you go first. We'll all be in. Full agreement here, anyway. Mm, there's a couple of positions up for the up for grabs. Uh, okay, my team: uh, Evan Comerford and goal, Lee Gannon wing, uh, cornerback, <laughs> uh, Rory O'Carroll fullback. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right b- before we start, there's no bias here. Genuinely, Bullshit. I'm picking this. What I genuinely believe. There's no allegiance here. This is the team I pick. Well, it, it'll come down to one selection. I want to see if you have one fella in or out, and that will come down. It'll tell all on your allegiance. Well, all right, we'll see. We'll see. Shane Ryan and goal for me. Uh, Ty Call, the only other one I thought in consideration was Ethan Rafferty. Um, yes. And that's a totally different type of goalkeeper. Shane Ryan for me. Chrissy McCaig, nailed on for me. Jason Foley, nailed on for me. Liam Silk, I put in. I thought he'd brilliant final uh, on Sean O'Shea. And I think he was a key player for that goal with defence. Of John Daly, wing-back. I know he played mostly centre-back, but I thought he was outstanding as part of that defensive structure that got Galway so far, but also on the ball. Like his, his passes inside, playing against particularly Derry and Kerry. Um, he's the guy assisting Comer for his goals against Derry and a couple of beautiful passes straight through the heart of that Kerry defence, which if they're finished, it could be a different story. But I, John Daly in, Morley centre-back, I presume all three of us have him. He was probably the, the leader of that carry defence. I'll put Conor McCluskey in wing-back from Derry, Derry second all-star. Um, 
I thought he was out, only a young lad, outstanding in that Derry defence. Now I know, and Jimmy, you'll have a bean or bonnet because there's a guy I've left out, but he was a man marker for Derry along with Christian McKay. You look what Shane Walsh did in the final and what um, McCluskey did to him in the semi-final. I thought for a young guy, he was outstanding as a man marker. My midfielders, Killian McDade, shoe in. I went with James McCarthy from Dublin. I thought his performance in the semi-final was one of the best performances I've seen from a player in the championship this season between himself and Kelly nearly dragged Dublin over the line themselves. I'd have put his performance against Kerry up there with what Clifford and Shane Walsh did in the final. I thought it was that good. So I have him in. Paddy Clifford wing forward. I thought he was essential for Kerry in the big moments in both the semi-final and final. Second half against Dublin and second half against Galway. Of Reno O'Neill centre forward. Has to be in. Um, it's kind of slow start to the championship, obviously. Uh, the Donegal, first Donegal game didn't go well, but he burst into life and he was outstanding. Obviously, we'll talk with him in probably moment of the championship. Kieran Kilkenny, I thought he was Dublin's best forward and consistently probably Dublin's best player. And again, like McCarthy, nearly gets them over the line against uh, Kerry. And the full forward line is an absolute open goal. Sean O'Shea, David Clifford, Shane Walsh. I'm amazed if we don't all have those three. Don't be looking at me like that, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, you've summed okay. up your sleeve there. That, well, no, I don't. 15. I, I'll, I'll, that's all talk. They about. all do deserve a mention. A war. Uh, yeah, like they, all those players had unbelievable seasons. They're so they're difficult. Like, to, to pick an argument why you shouldn't put one of those in is horrible. Like, yeah. yeah. Many more different from you, Jimmy. Go on, team. I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. So oh, tell me, okay, okay, tell me, let's go. I'll go through mine quickly. Right. A little note on the maybe we yeah. all know the main ones. Yes. Give us Shane a- Ryan, banker. Chrissy yeah. McCaig, banker. Jason Foley, always going to be there. Tom Sullivan for me. I know we say finals count for travel. I'm going to let James the proper say on this, but I'm just going to say Tom Sullivan played all 16 games for Kerry this year. The only footballer to do so. He played every minute of every game. Kicked a number of points, three points. Um, yeah, in the yeah, game. number of points in the Mayo game, couple like a point against Dublin. Very in Hawkeye. I still don't know about that dodgy post on Hawkeye. I think that ball was over the he, bar. He thought it was he over. Was didn't he? he was. He certain, thought it was over. So he was that's, like that's, adamant. It was. That's over. my case for Tom Sullivan. James will make a better case. Wing back, same as you, Paddy. I've gone for John Daly. Yeah. Um, I actually think that his role was slightly different to Tyke Morley's in that he was the playmaker, bringing the punch going forward. Daly was was a slap on Daly for a while. Um. He's such a good footballer, quality footballer. I think he's going to be somebody worth watching over the next couple of years. Tyke Morley at six. I've gone for Gavin White. I actually just think yeah. he was so, so, so important to carry this year. Yeah. I think yeah. if he was missing in the final, it would have been such a loss. There was a couple of massive moments against Dublin where White just broke with the ball. I'm pretty sure they put James McCarthy on White at times. Am I, am I right in saying that, Paddy, for a few minutes? Trying to stop him. Maybe I'm wrong with that, but uh, I just think White deserves an all-star and I'll be making that case. Now, I hemmed and hawed about this one. Very close to putting Brendan Rodgers in the mix of midfield, but I've Did gone for Connor. I've gone for Connor Glass. I just don't think Derry win Ulster without Connor Glass. I don't think it happens. I actually think he did his job as well as he could have done against Galway. He should have had a point yeah. against Galway. Hawkeye yeah, disallowed yeah. it. He should have had a point. Maybe that changes the perception of some people on how Glass got on that day. He was awesome against Clare. Awesome in the Ulster Championship, especially against Donegal. Um, and in the Ulster final. And Killian McDade was just the heartbeat of, of that Galway attack throughout the yeah. year. He was just yeah. so, so strong. 
they needed something more than Comer and Walsh across the year and McDade brought that X factor. I also tweeted about six weeks ago to Glass and McDade, you can hand them you the did, All-Stars now. So I'm going to be after I'm going to be sticking with that. Well, you crowned yeah. loud Leinster champions as well. Mm-hmm. I may be very preemptive with some of your tweets. Some. You need to just <laughs> sleep on a tweet and do it the next day. Instead. I've started to learn that. I'm, I'm starting to, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. starting to learn that. I've got a little bit of jiggery poker at my half forward line. I wanted to get Shane McGuigan in there, lads. Yeah. So I, okay. I really did. I just think that while he may have had, in ways, the freedom at the park for a lot of his points against Clare when he racked up a big score, Derry. Derry needed a footballer like him up top. Now Lachlan kicks a couple of frees. McGuigan had that X factor throughout for Derry. I just think Derry won the stories of the year. Um, you have about eight Derry lads in this team, do you? I have three Derry footballers in this team. <laughs> right, right, right. But I didn't give Conor McCluskey a shout and Rogers was close as well. I just think Derry, like winning Ulster is a big deal. Yeah, I just no, think Derry Ulster, Ulster Championship is weighted heavier than all the others. So if you have a great Ulster... Like that does count more than if you have a great monster. Like, like if you remember, Rogers gave one of the best performances of the season against Donegal. Yeah, Murphy, outstanding, and he kicks two points in yeah. the semi-final, first ten minutes against Galway. You're thinking this guy's going to win footballer of the year, but mm. it's and it's probably he's forced into a role, and it's brilliant from Galway, where he has to mark Homer a fullback, and he's beaten. That was just that was a man's up there tactical error. Yeah, and he's pretty, like you said, he's better off. Like you nearly go midfield, Tommy. I agree, but that you can't get away from that. That was that's for me. That's cost him. He's had a brilliant year, and up to that point, but that's the biggest game. That's why we don't have Rogers in. That's totally fair. I think that's I think that's totally fair. And I suppose I've left off a couple of big players here. I'll, we'll come back to them in a couple of minutes. Uh, Sean O'Shea is a banker in that half forward line, yeah. and Kieran Kilkenny as well. I, like I, Kieran Kilkenny, I was so impressed with Kilkenny throughout this year. A couple of Dublin players you, released. You left for me. Kilkenny out, Paddy. Did you, did you have Kilkenny? No, no Kilkenny. Paddy had two dubs. Right. So Paddy's going with two dubs. Um, and then my full forward line, I've gone with Clifford. I've gone with Comer. <laughs> Make the case for Clifford. <laughs> I, we can have an Comer. argument about Damien okay. Comer. We'll come back to it. We'll see what James has. James, let's hear from you. Right. Well, hold on, just before we get on to that, you've snuck under the radar. You don't have Paddy Clifford in. No, I didn't. I didn't know. So you've gone Shane McGuigan over Paddy Clifford. I have. That'd be fair. Did you put McGuigan in wing forward? Is it? I actually put Sean O'Shea wing forward, but McGuigan eleven. But McGuigan was playing full forward. Jimmy, this is the All Stars. Just put them in anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely think All Stars should be forwards, backs, midfielders. Before we get off this, because you're just kind of Paddy Clifford. No, okay. Paddy Clifford. Paddy Clifford ran the show second half against Dublin. And yes. came up with two from play. Did the same against Galway. Got two from play in the second half when Kerry were just teetering on the edge. He stepped Body up. Body Clifford's got to be in. I thought. I thought I'd get away with this one. I just think he wasn't great in the first half. So I give you that. I give you that. Yes, and he was absolutely incredible in the second half against Dublin. I yeah. just think he's Kerry's third most influential forward. Right. I just yeah. think he's number three. And I know he stepped up at big moments. And what did Kerry score against Mayo? I only went with two Kerry forwards because I think the Kerry did the business. They did the job. Uh, what did they score against Mayo? Um, like they kicked one fourteen against Dublin, twenty points against Galway. They kicked one eighteen against Mayo, so twenty one eighteen against Mayo. And you want to put two forwards in? Jimmy, you've the whole Kerry forward line, do you? 
I don't. I have three carry forwards. Look, I I just think okay. I, I Paddy Clifford is a, there's an argument to be made there. Okay. percent. I'm probably going to lose it. I just wanted to get Shane McGuigan in there, and I held off ditching Damian Comer because I thought one of you might do it. Jimmy, yeah. give us the give us the good stuff now. Come on. Three. Shane Ryan to make it a full house. Okay. Yeah. McKeag, no brainer. Foley, no brainer. And I went with Tom Sullivan. And I'll give you my argument for Tom Sullivan. Every single game, he was put marking the hardest opposition forward. My other option was actually going to be Graham O'Sullivan, who had an unbelievable final and semi-final for Kerry Cornerback. Yeah, he but was. he didn't get the difficult marking jobs that Tom got. So if people say, you know, Tom didn't have a great final or whatever, he was marking the second best player in the country who didn't take him on, just won it and threw over unbelievably <laughs> long range points. Like if he did try and block him down, he'd have been dummied. But you know what you do in that situation when a fella is just hot kicking like that. So <laughs> I, I think that Tom leadership scoring three points against Mayo, a point against Dublin, possibly a point in the final. I give, I'd give him one. I think that he I have to say, right. Out of all of mine. I am like, I'm right on the fence with Thomas Willem. I hear you. Like, I agree. He's marking Shane Walsh. And I think if a guy scores nine points and not at four from play, you've had a howler. Well, like, You're Hampsey and Clifford in the semi final last year. Shane Walsh's points were, I don't think anyone could do anything. <laughs> like, it was just off the chart. So I agree. I think Thomas Willem would probably get one of the real All Stars, I have to say. But. That was a tight one, but I just I edged towards names to it. But I hear you. I hear your argument for Thompson. Yeah. So yeah, it's a debatable one, but I think Tom deserves one. I went with Silk for mostly his marking Where? in the final and Sean. Oh, you have Silk in. Yes. Okay. Wing back. Because that like he was getting a marking job and he was following fellas. So he didn't actually stay in the corner or say say yeah. wing back. He was between the two. Yeah. He did a great job on Shawnee. Now, in fairness, the Kerry lads weren't giving Shawnee the ball enough in the final. That was driving me insane up and up in the press box. <laughs> but I think Silk deserves one. Morley centre back, no brainer. And I went with Daly wing back. Okay. I think if you if Morley just took one or two of Daly's traits, you'd have an unbelievable player. Like Daly has an eye for a pass and he gets yeah. forward and just delivers a lovely soft weighted ball straight to the forward I think if, if Morley can develop that he's going to be unbelievable for the next couple of years Is that something that can be developed or is John Daly John Daly is quite unique in the way he plays as a halfback He is he is he, but he, he times it well he gets forward but always he's looking up and he knows that the run is going to be made and he has no problem in risking that pass like Paul Murphy he'll kick it Was I right in saying there was a bit of a Ferrari. Oh, Daly was left out of the Sunday game team, was he? Was that... Let me get the Sunday game team because I forget it. I remember just seeing something on Twitter and people were giving out about He... I think he's nailed that. I have a lot of time for him as a player. Because of that, yeah. that he does the defensive side, he's a key cog in that machine, but he's got... He's got skills, lads. Skills pay the bills. I would he's say... Played, he's played further up the field as well, I think. He's played yeah. midfield. He was left um, out. He yeah. was left out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thought that. Okay, so that's your defence. Do you want to go for your midfield? Yeah, I went for another no-brainer, McDade. What yeah, a performance in the final. An absolute monster of an athlete. Uh, it was unbelievable. So impressive to watch. And I went for Conor Glass with him um, because of that goal in the quarterfinal against Clare, his leadership, his legs, and his performance all through Ulster. I think deserves one. I said Ulster is weighted heavier. So I think he deserves one. 
Does McCarthy come in with reckoning? The which? Did McCarthy come into your thinking at all? No. McCarthy didn't. And McCarthy, absolutely one of the best players of all time. Absolutely so much time for him. So much respect. But this year, didn't play enough football to get the award. Did come up with some unbelievable moments in that semi-final against Kerry. But I think that the lads did more throughout the championship. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think it's hard when they're going up against Derry lads when the Derry boys came through such a campaign like that in Ulster. Yeah, it is. But do you feel like this is the way the All Stars normally go? That it is it is heavily weighted towards the biggest games. And I agree with you. Macker really didn't play a lot. He didn't play against Cork in the quarters. Dublin kind of cruised through Leinster. I'm putting him in, and I'm hand on heart, I'm solely off. I thought it was one of the great performances from him against Kerry, like consistently over the year. Yeah, Connor Glass. But then in Conor Glass's semi-final, he doesn't have any impact, really. I think that was just the, it, overall for Derry. That's why I swung it, but I can definitely see, again, why Glass would be in. I mean, so have we all got two Derry lads? Just uh, different I, combinations. I had, I had three. three. Yeah. I, I think Derry will do well in the actual All-Stars. I think that they might sneak three. Yeah, I think they might as well. Yeah. But you okay. enjoyed uh, James McCarthy's treble tackle against Kerry that I time. did. I, I, I <laughs> what haven't was this? seen that. What was this? Uh, when we were doing the co-commentary, Paddy nearly jumped onto the field for this <laughs> tier Mac- seven or whatever. Macker got three turnovers <laughs> in one play. It was incredible. Like, And then he gets up and starts roaring. And this is when the stadium is on wheels at this point. And he, he hits. Is it Adrian Spillane is coming through? So yeah. body checks him, knocks the ball out, slides in, nearly breaks Clifford's ankle. The ref yeah. doesn't give a free for some reason. It breaks to party Clifford, I think. He goes over and does him as well. Yeah. And the ref still doesn't give a free and Dublin come out with it. And it was, it was one of them. And he gives, a, he gives a roar yeah, to the crowd. as well. back to the hill. And it's like, if you're any Dublin fan, that was one of the great moments. Yeah, it's class. He had that break he as well. He gets an all-star for that play. Never mind the rest of the game. <laughs> The so he, the break. he got a point. He got he a great point. That's right. And then he got the break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why. And after that, he was spent. He was hobbling. <laughs> it was like remember <laughs> Shane Ross himself like five a dog tackles. with his back legs gone. Remember we were watching the final last Sunday, and who does Shane Walsh is on it? And he literally thinks it's the last thing he does in the, in the corner. He try he, and he nearly gets about four turnovers. Yeah. And then Kerry come out with it and I don't think he touches the ball for the rest of the no, game. He was bent over for five minutes. He was absolutely not. The crowd were loving it. Like the fields of Atta Roy was swung after it. But Shane Walsh wasted all his energy on four tackles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oxygen. Yeah. If you win that back, you get another boost of oxygen, I suppose. But, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. fair. A lot. Uh, James, you're fourth. Right. I went for Paddy Clifford. As I said earlier, I think he deserves one. Shawnee centre forward. Again, against Dublin, he got the goal, he got a couple of points of play, and he got that iconic free. A uh, bit quieter in the final, but still strong together in the end. Um, came in at the part moments. I went with Kilkenny, yeah. one of my favourite players, along with Walsh, outside of Kerry. Leader, warrior, point scorer. Uh, dragged Dublin through that day. Um, and then I went for your full forward line, Tommy. Okay. Walsh, Clifford, Comer would do a bit of damage. But you, you've, you've no rain on him. No, I left out Reno. I, I did Reno Neil and McGuigan. I did feel bad about, but Reno Neil they lost in the quarters. Yes, I don't know. No, he, the free was outstanding, but he, he was actually quiet ish in that game. Apart from yeah. the fetch, okay. apart from the catch, do you remember he had an unbelievable fetch for the goal? For the free, for the goal, the goal. Nugent's yeah. goal, is it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tom, did you put Reno Neil in? 
No, and Reno Neal is one of my favourite footballers in the country. I just I put in Shane McGuigan because of. Have I jumped a gun with Reno Neal? Maybe I have. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Reen got in the Sunday game team, but they put him midfield. They kind of made a space from you. Put him midfield as well, Paddy. Did you? No, no Paddy I put him in left forward. Yeah, McCarthy and McDaid midfield. Paddy put Sean O'Shea full forward. I'm just not willing to lose one of the six I have. Comer, look, he had a quiet final, but mm. he's dragged all the way into a final. Like, do you know? Yeah. He's been inspirational. My two <laughs> touch and goals were Comer and Thomas Wood. Comer, like, and I think over the season he scored like what six twenty or something. Which is incredible, but I'm just thinking a player that good and that important to his team. Nearly because he's so important to his team to have such a quiet final. Yeah, it was so and surprising though. Because do you know what Comer can do? It was a fella in club training team. This be the last day. Comer can just nudge you and get five yards. Yeah. So like, so he should have been available for kind of more passes. Like Jason, as close as Jason would have been to him, Jason Foley. And he would have been all over him. If you get a belt off, I think uh, Philly said in his article as well, if you get a belt into the chest or into the sternum of Comer, you're going back a couple of yards. Yeah. You know, so I just wonder why he didn't get he didn't get as much ball as he would have liked. That's the only reason I don't have him in. And I seen, was it Joyce that came out? Or Shane Waltz definitely came out and said, they, kind of, they all kind of sacrificed a bit of their game for Shane Waltz. And I get that. I totally, totally get that. Forwards being unselfish. But... There's four other forwards that can do that. Let Paddy Kelly do that or Maddie Tierney or something. Comer is absolute X factor. If I'm going, we said this last week, the progression for them as a team, I'm not having Damien Comer sacrifice his game for Shane Walsh. It's too much. I, I, I need, let the other four guys sacrifice their game for both of them. That Comer is that good. He's that important. The semi-final performance was outstanding. And you're thinking... After that, if this this fella, never mind an all-star, he's nailed down for player of the year. But his final, he was just, he'd one touch in the first half. Yeah. I and think no they were shot. they were protecting him a bit by saying he he was... he was Yeah, uh, there's, I got the sense of that. Like, a bit of that. Yeah. They only have two scoring forwards. You can't say, right, we'll scratch you off for Shane. Like, that's yeah. not... But Finn or the York. Fair enough, you had yeah. six scoring forwards, but like... Yeah. And it, it won't get, if, well, if, you're like, saying that to, if you're saying that to someone, right, we're going to sacrifice you from out in front of the goal. You you pepper him with ball wherever he is. You just hand it to him, but they didn't do that either. So yeah. that's why I don't have him in. And my two toughest missions were him and Thomas Rowe. Okay, let's stick with the forwards then, right? So David Clifford, we haven't even said anything about him. Don't think we need to. Shane Walsh said very little. Kieran Kilkenny, unanimous, all three. I'm happy to give up the ghost on Potty Clifford and put my hands up and say that I, I tried yeah. to force that one a little too much. His semi final against Dublin was just essential for Kerry getting through in the last 20 minutes. But so uh, was the final team. So and was the final. And it's kind and of gone under the radar because yeah. he had a bad first half. He was fumbling. He looked nervous or whatever. Nervous, yeah. Do you know and what? Kerry, he, was better, as a did. he was better after he got opened and he went off for four minutes for Jack yeah. Savage and he came back in. But he, he, he had a massive impact in that third quarter when Kerry needed him. And the same in the semi-final. I'm talking about guys doing it when the shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. And Paddy Clifford did that. But as well, with Paddy, think about his career journey. He wasn't even selected for Kerry before he was 24. He, everyone in the county kind of thought Paddy should be on that panel. He wasn't. Next thing, just dedicated himself, sacrificed, did all the sacrifices without being on the panel. And when he came in then, he was... He, so was, he was ready. He was, so was he ready, ready to be an inter-county footballer when he came in? He was. He was. He was excellent for the juniors. He Big came answer. in ready to play. Attitude, unbelievable. Gym, training. 
straight into the team, hasn't looked back since, surely that's, get a second All-Star. That's nearly unheard of though, isn't it? This this level, given the condition the players have at the moment, to be coming in at that age, straight into an intercounty setup, is it? It is. But like the the training he was doing, do you know? I On don't know. Own, what do you mean? Like, like physically, he was an intercounty player, even ahead of intercounty players, I say physically in terms of the training he was doing, the fitness wise, the, the weights he was doing. And then, like he was keeping his skills. He was still playing with the club. His skills were exceptional. His natural skill and just came in and took off. Yeah. You know, nice. yeah, you have to hold your hands up and say fair play for that. Because a lot yeah, of fellas when you're 24 haven't made it. All your buddies are out going holidays, interrailing. Yeah, that <laughs> is. Oh, 24. That is a big ask. So easy to pack it in there. And it showed not. the faith. Yeah. And he's been so important as well. Yeah. So look at If we look at it there, so yeah. we've got five. Potty Shawnee. Kilkenny, Cliff, Clifford. Walsh and Kilkenny. So the only one, it's Comer, McGuigan or Rean O'Neill. Yeah. I've I maybe jumped the gun with Rean O'Neill in hindsight there. He's so, had massive moments. Yeah. Out of those three, sorry, man. If I'm looking at the consistency of the whole season out of those three, I'm happy to give this one to Comer. Over McGuigan? Yeah, over Shane McGuigan. Because of the semi-final? I, if, if he made an argument for McGuigan, I'd find it hard to leave McGuigan out as well. I yeah, think yeah. Rean probably is third of the three, is he? I don't, I don't know yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, Rean, Rean, no, Rean had his moments. He did. He did. I, I did wouldn't have put him here. in midfield. I, I wouldn't have put him in midfield. Oh, I know Jesus. he said a couple of minutes out there. I thought that was a bit opportunistic. From but you know, he, he was big against Tyrone, which was a massive game for him. He was brilliant against Donegal in that arguably one of the team performances of the season when Armagh dismantled Donegal by 10 points and he's some phenomenal moments in that game against Galway. But if you're lining them up like that, McGuigan was a massive impact, but Comer, I'll put Comer in. I'm happy to give it to Comer over McGuigan. All right. Well, McGuigan kicked three points, two frees in the semi-final, won eight in the quarter-final, set one seven from play. You know, the, the quarter-final was a bit of a training match, if we're being honest, like. Yeah, they, they it was to be fair, like it was. He was very good, I hear you, but I don't a lot think, of his points were in were in space. Uh, I, I don't think he'll get one. I don't think he'll get a real answer. Okay. And he's arguably Derry's most important. He's their he's their best forward, 100 percent Yeah, they don't think he's their most important, but Ooh. they don't have anyone like him. Shane McGuigan. If you took him yeah, out, I think he's their would. most important. Is he? They were only okay. getting forward, were, not player. Are you saying player, Jim? I'd say nearly player. I mean, they were only <sighs> they weren't averaging a big score anyway. Yeah. Took him out. Yeah, he's huge. So who are we going with, lads? I think we're going with Damien Comer. Okay. I think he got them over the line. It was a massive deal for Galway to get into an All Ireland final. Yeah. You know, it's a bit of a mystery about what happened in that Ireland final. But do you know when you talk about James McCarthy's couple of minutes against Kerry and how epic it was? And there's such fine lines. Comer fetches that ball in midfield, lays it onto McDade. And that contentious free, he turns over Paul Murphy in the corner and the ball spills back. If yeah. Galway had kept the ball, broke, and a score came from that to put Galway yeah. a point yeah. clear, if you're not talking about Damien Comer having a quiet iron in final. Yeah, if but he, 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 he should have picked it up. <laughs> Do you know what, lads? If we're, we're looking at I actually think the all-star forwards will be that. Yeah. I okay. think they'll go. The all-stars do have a tendency to go with the big names as well. Yeah. Like yeah, that, those six would be the names of the championship. The thing is, Reno O'Neill is a name of the championship and deserve him in midfield. That's why he could get in. 
he's close. He's definitely close and McGuigan's close, but I think we're going to go with Damien Comer here on the football pod. Let's go to midfield. Paddy, you've made the case for James McCarthy. Myself and James have strongly argued for Connor Glass. We've already let one of the Derry All-Stars go. <laughs> Are we going to... And like, McCarthy is just such an epic footballer. I just R- think... Rory Gallagher will be ringing us if we take all the Derry lads out, so... All right, I'll give, I'll give you Glass. And I agree with your points. McCarthy probably did, didn't play a lot, whereas Glass all season through Derry's league campaign and our roster championship. I'll give you Glass then, yeah. Okay. Mac so, is an icon though, just for the record, which we all agree with. Agree. We all agree with that. What yeah. a footballer. What an athlete. I was nearly inspired. I was actually inspired by James McCarthy in that semi-final too, and that's coming from The me. whole stadium was. Like, yeah, they want incredible. to see the press box. Even the Kerry lads after it was like, that was your man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. Okay, so the two defensive positions that we are having an argument over, this could be quite simple. Like Tom Sullivan does have two nominations and Liam Silk does have two nominations. Are we omitting Gavin White and Conor McCluskey, who myself and Paddy have both selected? I think Silk should definitely be in. Did we not all put Silk in? No, I didn't put Liam Silk in. I'm having Silk, definitely. I went for Thompson. Yeah, I think Silk's White. done man marking jobs all through. Yeah. Not hasn't gotten beaten. I yeah. would like to put Gavin White in. The only I already had seven Kerry in. I said I'm dogging it if I put Gavin in. And also Brian, Brian Begley was also as good probably <laughs> wing back. Where do I team. cut this off? <laughs> You're bringing no, yourself Gavin back as well, are you? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. You're in for a young player here. <laughs> Young player here, yeah. It's under thirty-two. Royal McNamee and Kevin O'Connor. <laughs> so, are right. we going? Are we going Sullivan? Are we going Sullivan wing back? Silk in the corner? Oh, no, no, Tom, Tom cornerback. He was cornerback. Oh no, cornerback all year. If if we if we're giving Silk was between the two. If we're giving Glass one, we all have McKagan. So there you have two all stars. Yeah, you can take McCluskey out. Oh, what age is McCluskey? McCluskey marked Clifford in the. 17 minor final 23, 23 max is that our young player of the year bracket oh yeah we were going to get to that in a minute so we might hold, hold your thought on that that's we're going what to get they that usually do isn't it let's put McCluskey in that bracket they might bomb someone out and they give him a young player of the year job he, he's yeah. in that bracket yeah okay um, so okay so we're going to go Silk Thomas Sullivan are in yeah I think okay I'm happy with that right call out okay. the final list okay final team Shane Ryan Kerry yeah. Chrissy McCaig Derry Jason Foley Kerry Tom Sullivan, Kerry. John Daly, Galway. Tyg Morley, Kerry. Liam Silk, Galway. Connor Glass, Derry. Killian McDade, Galway. Paddy Clifford, Kerry. Shawnee O'Shea, Kerry. Kieran Kilkenny, Dublin. David Clifford, Kerry. Damien Comer, Galway. Shane Walsh, Galway. Mm. Good team. It is good. good. It is a good team. That's our good bet. Team. So, so our, our subs bench, we've got McCluskey. McCluskey, Macker, Gavin White, Dean O'Neill, Gavin White, Brendan M- Rogers, Shane, Shane McGuigan. That's a good team. Yeah. How That's far would they go on the All Ireland? Ethan Rafferty <laughs> off the bench too. How far would they go on the win a province. They definitely win Connacht. Yeah. <laughs> Connacht is a gimme, but a monster. Yeah, a yeah. monster. They win the Latin Cup though. A couple of the players I think that were, you know, had good years but were unfortunate to miss out. We all kind of mentioned them in our in our kind of unfortunates. Rory Grugan from Armagh was one of mine. I thought he had a very good year. Yeah. Paddy, you had James Morgan from Armagh as one of your close yeah, calls. Yeah, I thought he was excellent for them. I had another Armagh fellow, Jardy O'Burns, I thought was great. And Rob Finnerty. So, you know James, 
Tell me, just on the goalkeeper, right? Yes. The only one I can make a case for is Rafferty. Evan Comerford, maybe I thought he was good, the penalty save and stuff like that. We've seen a year where these goalkeepers are coming out and it did not end well in some very high-profile circumstances. But I thought Rafferty was... I thought he's the only goalkeeper who did that role well yeah, and yeah. added going forward. And that's why you had him in the mix. But I agree with James. Primary's thing for a goalkeeper, nail your kickouts and save safe shots. I'm not a massive fan of the, the fly keeper, but he was by far and away the best one at it. There was some car crash stuff. Yeah. He delivered in big moments. Like he scored or he set up the equaliser in the Galway game to take it to yeah. extra time. Or yeah. even, I think it was actually to put him one up. Yeah, it was Jamar Hall's point. But how did I don't think how oh yeah, yeah Reno Dave comes up, comes up yeah, yeah. that's uh, the yeah. so like so it's easy to bottle it when it gets to that stage of a championship where you go, just I'm not coming up here. But he still kept at it even when but it did was did he cramp up as well at that play? <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. So he yeah. must have done some runs. Uh Oren Lynch was definitely cramping as well for Derry. Yeah, he's struggling. He was moving swiftly on last come on. Yeah, so other close calls, Shane McGuigan, Rogers, Graham O'Sullivan. Paddy, I'm trying to think that you have any other close calls. I know you did. Rafferty was definitely one of them. Um, I like uh, Rob Finnerty as well. You had Brendan Rogers and James Morgan as a close call too, and Finnerty. Yeah, Finnerty had a good Rogers, year. Rogers' performance against Donegal was outstanding. Absolutely yeah. outstanding. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. And I think actually Sean Kelly was tasked with marking... The big man, David Clifford, we all decide yeah. on, you know, how good Clifford is. Like, I think Kelly had a massive year for Galway throughout the year. He's worth a mention. I also think Kieran Malloy had a big final. Worth yes, a mention for that. He did. He did. And uh, we leave it at that. Couple of final bits that we wanted to wrap on from the year that's just been. Can I get your player of the year? We're going to have a young player of the year conversation. I want to hear about your manager of the year. And then we might pick our goal of the year, point of the year, and the moment of the year. So... Goal of the year, point of the year, and the moment of the year. So I, I actually think I, I have a few of these. Yes. Okay. So let's start with our let's start with our moment of the year. Moment right. of the year. Yeah. I am going with penalty shootout. Seventy four thousand people in Croker. I know we've seen it with, with Claire and Limerick uh, in Ennis in the earlier rounds, but and the Cup. It was big time. We've seen the Talta Cup as well, the drama uh, over in Carrick and Shannon, but to see it in Croker with a near full house after that that game that we just seen. I said, I watched it on an iPad in Portugal and there was about 100 people around the edge of the pool looking at this thing going on. <laughs> I thought it was, it was amazing to see. I would have loved to have been at that game. Jesus, the atmosphere looked incredible. I was there. For me, I'm not giving it to Sean O'Shea for a moment of the year for obvious reasons for a dub, but... Um, <laughs> But I thought the penalty shootout in Croker in a full house and the drama of that, I thought that was that was a, a brilliant, that's going to live long, long in the memory. Great shout. James, your moment of the year. Penny mentioned it. I'm going to go for the Shawnee Shea free because as a Kerry man, it was an important win to beat the Dubs. The emotion in the stadium, how it kind of got the monkey off the back. You knew that the final was going to be... Um, kind of a different challenge, but the Dublin game was like a psychological mm. win. And to get, for Shawnee to put the ball down that far out and everyone in the stadium was <laughs> turning to each other going, he's too far out, let him kick it. What kind of team will they go for extra time? And next thing for him to split the post, like, it was savage. It was, it was, it was something that actually made you feel, you know, 
something. So that's why it just was such a, a brilliant moment. <laughs> and Paddy was absolutely devastated, <laughs> which made it sensational. I was very diplomatic after that. I think I did rub your back <laughs> and say congratulations. You did, to be fair. But, uh, nah, look, it was. I, there are two, two unbelievable moments, lad. Yeah, I think the Sean O'Shea one I was going to be etched into memory forever because of I did, Kerry you know Wynn and the other. I think it'd, it'd be like the, that and the final performances from Clifford and can I can I get my moment? Yeah, go on. Sorry, because like you, it, like it, I was him and home between that and the penalty shootouts. You went for the penalty shootouts. McCarthy's couple of minutes was huge. I think if Dublin got over the line, we could have been talking about that. My moment of the year, I'm going to stretch it a little bit here, was a five minute spell between four thirty three p.m. and four thirty eight p.m. during the All Ireland final, and it is Shane Walsh's third and fourth point from players in this, as well as Clifford's point, and it was just when the entire place lost itself in that All-Ireland final. We knew that we were witnessing one of the great shootouts we'd ever seen um, in the second half. The score went 9-10, 11-10 Kerry, 11-11, 12-12. And it was just an unbelievable couple of minutes where you did not know where that All-Ireland final was going to end up. And uh, I just thought it was a great end to the year seeing Walsh and Clifford go toe-to-toe. And James, I don't know what training was like on Tuesday out your way, but I would be pretty sure that most players at whatever level around the country before training were practising trying to score what Shane Walsh David Clifford did uh, all around. So, like, they inspired any amount of players to go out and pick up a football. So, that's what I'm giving it to. Do you know what, Tommy? Your, your moment is a five-minute spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always has an angle, doesn't he? But you know what? In support, and you know I don't like supporting Tommy's media stuff, but, um, <laughs> but that third quarter was phenomenal. We went in kind of expecting a cagey game, but it was, like, point for point, and it was, like, for that 10, I'd nearly say a 10, 12-minute period, it was just free-flowing. The two boys were right at the centre of it. And I actually turned to you, James, and I was like, this is incredible. Because mm. it's just not something you definitely don't expect to see it in an in the final. It was like, like a challenge game. It was just attack, attack from both sides. And lads were scoring. No one was missing. It was a brilliant, uh, from, from a pure football and skill sense, one for the purest, I'd say, Tommy. Mm. Um, but it's not a moment. That is 10 minutes. <laughs> Narrow it down, enough. Tommy. The whole day, just the 24th of July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always, media lads always have an angle, don't they? But, but, uh, Jimmy, on your point with, with the uh, Shawnee Shea one, and Tommy, to your point, I'm supporting you on this one with Clifford and Walsh in the final. It was... Like we've been forced, we all love GAA. Me and you, Jimmy, have been forced to play in some of these games. Those moments were like, you were kind of sitting back on, I will remember, this was a special, this is not normal. And to be in the stadium, and maybe it's after COVID and stuff like that, where you hadn't seen full houses and stuff, and it's been so long since you've had that atmosphere and energy around the place. But those moments in, in Croker about those times was, I'll live long in the memory for me. And I've been fortunate to have some good moments in there, but even though it was heartbreak for the dubs, Shawnee Shea's thing was it was just an incredible moment. Yeah. And that's why I'm good at I missed the penos. I would have loved, I'd say it was off the, the rail, the extra time, the penos. Incredible. Insanity. It makes you look forward to the next season's championship as well. It really does. That was the longest, longest day of my life. <laughs> you didn't eat for 12 hours, right? You didn't even get a point on the train. Radio updates. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, Freedom first time I've ever done it. Shorts and t-shirt up from the press box. Amateur <laughs> hour. <laughs> Absolutely frozen. He looked man. like he was third of the art. He was like Tom Crean when he came in for the All-Ireland <laughs> final there. 
Um, okay, Sean O'Shea, another win for Kerry in that one. Uh, point of the year. Oh, yeah, we're giving it to Sean O'Shea. Point of the year. Walsh. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Any of them. But Reid O'Neill's free is up there. Sean O'Shea's free is up there. But we've given yeah. Sean O'Shea the moment. I thought Shane Walsh, his second, third and fourth points. Any one of them. Insane. The first one was was brilliant as well. I would say... Like the first one was brilliant, but compared to the other three. I liked his third into the canal end from the Cusack right leg when Tom slipped and he threw it over from miles out and it had it miles to go as well. I would have given it to that as well because I don't think I've ever applauded a score like that. We were laughing, honestly, no. <laughs> yeah, we were laughing inside in the press box. It was outrageous what he was doing. Uh, but you knew it was over the bar the second you hit it, like, and it yeah. shouldn't have gone over the bar. You okay, didn't get, there. You're giving it to Walsh's one underneath the Cusack. Yeah, I'm going. That's fair. Yeah. Is there anyone else in the mix? Are we forgetting anything from the earlier rounds or anything? Like that was just all or in the yeah. final. Clifford did a few outrageous things across the year. Like, um, is it Clifford? McCarthy did get a nice one. McCarthy's point is unbelievable. Yeah, I was wrong. I lost my voice at that point. I think, like, in terms of iconic scores, Shane Walsh's Hawkeye point. Not when you're joking. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. no, no. The, the look at it. It's hard to look past some of the Shane Walsh's ones because they were just so good. Goal of the year. Like, nailed on. I have this one. Go for it. Rory Gruger. Hard to look past it. Donegal. Just the fact it was from the throw in. The championship happened so shit up to that point as well. It was like, please, God, let this be a good game. Ref throws the ball in. Fetch. Bombs at it. What a goal. Like, they actually the kicked pass. it as well. They kicked it's it in. So and it was like, oh my God, a kick. Isn't it? Like, if you look back at like the 70s or the 80s, there's one of them every game, that type of goal. Minimum. But yeah. we just don't see it anymore. And that, we were all on the WhatsApp. Twitter was exploding. What was it, 10 seconds? Or not even 10. It was 10. Yeah. 10. It was 10. 10 on the back. And just the top corner set the tone for the Grugan's finished that. I don't think there's anything close to that. No, so good as a moment as well it just ignited yeah, it the championship that was the thing it wasn't like a, a middle of the second half the game was over anyway it was yeah. like took off after that oh, like, yeah. lads I suggest we don't start recording the podcast until after the provincial championship next year <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're on here trying to flag a provincial championship flogging a dead horse like we're uh, yeah, we're ab- absentiating until after provincials okay that's fair <laughs> enough uh, I think a couple of other shouts like uh, Clifford's Clifford's goal against Mayo when we all thought he was injured and then you were like oh my god yeah. he's actually okay Cormac Costello's goal was exceptional as well I yes, think that was a good moment I had a tore both my um, hips if I tried that definitely a couple of other goals that Connor Glass nice. against Clare like you mm. said it was a bit of a yes. it, it, great it, finish Asian and the game but it was a brilliant goal James you mentioned it earlier on um, James Dolan's goal no Lorcan Dolan's goal for Westmead yeah, Slip left across the square to him. He takes it on the Finished ground. it in. Yeah, unbelievable finish. Okay, all right. That's goal of the year. It goes to Rory Grugan and Arma. Manager of the year. Go on, James. Go first. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it to. I would obviously love to give it to Jack O'Connor, but there's definitely other candidates, right? Okay, Desi. <laughs> not De- not Desi this year. I would actually go. I go. I know that there's going to be there's going to be cause for Gallagher. I think. Colum Collins deserves a mention in this argument. Whoa. Oh, yeah? Downtown. Go yeah. on, yeah. Look, Jack won the All-Ireland. Obviously, it's easy to give it to the winner. It's like, give it to Klopp after they won the league and Champions League, anything like that. But 
Colin Collins kept them up in, in Division 2, even looked like they were going to raise a gallop to get promoted from Division 2. Every year he keeps them around there. And then to get into the quarterfinal of Ireland for the second time under his stewardship, I thought was highly impressive. Uh, they just didn't come out to play enough in that quarterfinal. And I know that they didn't show their, their best effort. Do you know, they were disappointed with it. But I think that as a year, they had a great year and he's top manager. So Can you confirm that I didn't bribe you in advance here so I get chosen in Cup Championship this year? Just revolute me after. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good collaboration. I, I think it's easy. It's so easy to go for the winner. Like there's more than that in management because if you're different resources, you've different players to work with, different pressures. 100%. I think he's done a top top job. Well, I hear you, Jimmy. I hear you. I hear you. Paddy, where are you going? I'm actually gonna go with Jack O'Connor. <laughs> the Kerry lose a match all year. No. Drew a Kildare. That was it, it's a won the McGrath Cup. Won the National League, steamrolled everyone, won the Monster Championship, beat the Dubs, and delivered the All Ireland in his third third time, of a, a third stint to win it for a third time, or fourth time. He won it twice, didn't he? In his first go, he did. But last year, Kerry won Monster, right. won the league. Under- but that, that, like, if you look, Jimmy, right, and I, I, there's the other cases. I actually hadn't thought of Colin Collins. To be fair, I was looking at Joyce. I thought Joyce was under massive pressure in Galway. And where they started the year, nearly a similar enough mentality to, to Jack over Kerry. They came in and they blitzed the FBD League, blitzed Division 2, and it was like Galway are flat to the mat. They're going after it. They win the Connacht Championship. They get to the all in the final. Like not, I don't think any of us had Galway in an all in the final at the start of the year. So the journey he brought that team on, okay, they've fallen short, I thought was exceptional. And I hear you probably resource-wise, player-wise, Colin Collins is, is dealing with lesser raw materials than Galway or Kerry and I get that I thought Rory Gallagher what he did with Derry was yeah. again Savage. exceptional to win the Ulster Championship Gallagher's my shit it was like a personality the championship wasn't it how he coaches I was laughing uh, like, but, but like the warm up before yeah. the All-Ireland semi-final he must have got about 15 tackles in himself yeah. he was shouldering the fellas and all now, but, I do think uh, Gallagher was my shit yeah. Gallagher was my shout. I do think that. I thought that Jack and Gallagher were too obvious. I said I'd throw, I'd throw something a standard of works for. You didn't have Joyce in the mix, did you? I had Joyce yeah. in the mix. Now Joyce and Gallagher are my two. Like, I think Joyce's, I think what Joyce showed us this year was an ability to admit that he needed something different. Like, he brought in Keen O'Neill. Like, Joyce was on a path for a while there. He stuck to it. He was under pressure. Brings in Keen O'Neill. This changed the mentality of that. Go with him. I'm not yeah. saying it was all Keen O'Neill. Big. Like, Joyce is close for me, very close. But I just think Jack were like, lads, I don't know, lads. He didn't lose a match. Derry knocked out the All Ireland champions in the first bloody round. Derry yeah, got through. No, Ulster. I hear you. I hear Derry you. Derry won the Ulster title. And I actually think, I actually think that he got out, out smarted maybe in the All Ireland semi final. But Galway, I think Galway, they got their jobs. Like done very well on Derry. I think Derry got a couple of matchups right, but overall, I think Derry uh, Galway outsmarted Derry. That's the kind of thing you're looking at the Rogers thing, McComer, yeah. and then the, the forward play was. We kind of felt it would be an Achilles heel at yeah. some stage, when you get to the right to the very, very business end of the championship. Yeah, but again, like Derry, similar to Galway, none of us had Derry winning the Ulster Championship being an All Ireland semi final. Yeah, but like this is a tough one, lad. Like I'll fight, I'll fight to get four different people in the mix. Colin Collins, phenomenal job. Joyce, the journey's brought Galway on. Incredible. 
Gallagher, again, very similar to Joyce. Talk about maximizing the team. But my, my call for Jacko is just the overall won everything, didn't lose a game. He was brought, the pressure he's under, he was brought back to win that team. Mm. Anything else is an absolute catastrophe. I'm going with Jacko, I have to say. I think a shortness of two with Jack and Gallagher, I think, is fair enough. Tommy. Okay, I, I still I'm pretty adamant that I think Rory Gallagher should be from where Derry have come from, from where yeah, they've yeah. gone on that journey. I just think I know you said before, James, the winner takes it all, but I who who are we going with Gallagher? I'm going the with Gallagher. Really does take it all. Like. I'm not budging. I'm going with Gallagher. There's only one thing written in the history book, and it's Kerry and Jack. Like, yeah, I but like you know what? Do you know what? Thanks, Paddy. We'll give another one to Kerry. <laughs> I just really try to be. I just Jack. try to make all the Kerry lads soft in case we go down there for a road show later this year. Jack, congratulations, manager of the year. In the I love Rory Gallagher. You know that. I'm just putting that on record, but I think yes. Jacko. I think Jacko's delivered big time. Okay. And I think the combination with Keen O'Neill and Joyce, unbelievable. I think okay. they they Unreal. they hit something. Best brilliant. duo. Best duo. Yeah. Best duo. <laughs> yeah. Best duo. Okay. Like okay. Let's just something. York let's and get Cole, to O'Neill and Joyce. Let's get to Young Player of the Year here. We are all making the argument that this could be moved out quickly. We can get through this one quickly. My shout is for Lee Gannon. I actually was very impressed with Lee yeah. Gannon throughout the year. Uh, I actually good. was doubting a lot of those Dublin youngsters earlier on in the league. Gannon stood up and I think he's proven that he's got the material to be a quality operator for Dublin over the next decade. Um, serious yeah, talent absolutely. going forward and defensively. That's my shout. Anyone else? See, we're, we're stuck with the age. The age is... Well, we're stretching 23 and under, is it? We're stretching the age. You want to include Conor McCluskey, Paddy? I want to give it to McCluskey, yeah. And I agree, Lee Gannon, Dublin needed players and Dublin still need to find players. And he had an exceptional breakout season. Bear in mind, the young player here, these guys are just going to get better. Yeah. Again, that's the positive thing. But McCluskey, they're both tight. They both lose in the semi-final. They both kind of, they both have key roles in their offence. But like Gannon was excellent going forward and he had the question mark that he was going to be tested differently against Kerry and I thought he was Excellent against Kerry. And even when Dublin were under pressure in that first half, as we remember. But I think McCluskey, do you know what, why you swing it to McCluskey? He marked Shane Walsh in that semi-final. And if, yeah. it's how good Shane Walsh, you see how good he can be in the final. He doesn't give him a kick. He doesn't give him a kick. And it's just his defensive style, like he pace, technique, his feet, his hands, near hand tackling. He keeps up, he's going full tilt and it's easy then to push someone off. And Shane Walsh is strong in his acceleration and he deals with him and he was the same in all the big games. He was picking up key players. I, I get the point, he's well protected within the Derry system and that always helps. But I'm gonna I'm nicking it with Conor McCluskey because we took him out of the All-Star team. So Yeah, I, I agree with you. And like, let's not forget, McCluskey's a fella who on television, on TG Carr, Clifford burned him for 4-4 in the Ireland minor final. Like that can scare people. Not ideal. But, yeah. You know, Conor McCluskey has emerged from that to be one of their. And even going forward, McCluskey made a big impact in some of the earlier games in Ulster, too. I think Conor McCluskey, yeah. I'm leaning towards the Derry boys. I think I've a bit of a Derry leaning on my side after the year that they've had. James, what are you thinking? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm you know, Conor. <laughs> I think we should change it up this year and go back to Dermot. Dermot O'Connor. <laughs> Is the award named after him? The O'Connor Young Player of the Year Award. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McCluskey I, I'm, I'm happy with McCluskey I think okay. he's a serious operator okay okay. Pace, and then finally Savage. popular the year in the football pod open goal isn't it? go one two three David Cliff. Clifford <laughs> <laughs> alright 
We'll be talking much more about David Clifford, I think, in the weeks to come, lads, in the football pod. Uh, what a footballer. Like, There's not more to say about this fella. There just isn't. There's not. Just go and do it again and again and again and again and again. But he's got that first one done, James. I know, James, you were saying there was no pressure on his shoulders, but that was a lie. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said there was more on Shane Walsh to deliver. We've had this conversation That's six what I mean. times now. Keep talking about Clifford and Shane Wells. We'd be here for about four days. Yeah. Clifford yeah. is a different personality. He pressure yeah. washes off him. So Tommy, but give, give us the low down there. Give okay. us the, the snippet. For the results are in. Player of the year, David Clifford. Young player of the year, Conor McCluskey. Manager of the year, Jack O'Connor. Goal of the year, Rory Grugan after 10 seconds versus Donegal. Point of the year, Shane Walsh under the Cusack in the All-Ireland final. Moment of the year, Sean O'Shea is free against Dublin to bring Kerry over the line and bridge that gap since 2009 I think the penalty shootouts are very unlucky in that one but we're going to yeah. give it to Sean O'Shea's free because James O'Donoghue is sitting in front of us lads thank you very much for joining me on episode 31 of the football pod once more well done again on your awards nominations you're very new in this podcast game but you're both being top class I hope the podcast awards aren't decided like we just decided there <laughs> yeah, we're, all, we're all such battlers like well done challenge. okay yeah I'll change I'll change well done I want our award winners. I want James McCarthy back in <laughs> hopefully next year on the football pod we might have some sort of merchandise to send out to all of the winners I'm sure they'd love to have it you know maybe <laughs> well, that could be, be interested in that. <laughs> yeah, that next year but uh, for now thanks to everyone for listening in we're going to put up a few of these things on social you can have your say as well we want to hear from you what you reckon thanks for listening to the football pod this week if you do want to vote for the podcast and the listeners choice award oh, just yeah. go to the I don't even know the bloody website It'll help us, you knew, Tommy. The Irish Podcast Awards.ie forward slash vote and you can vote for the football pod. Thank you very much for your support, always. We'll be back next week with another episode. Stay tuned. Thanks, boys. Good night, lads.